Durant blows by Primo. Attack! We welcome you in to the Small Ball Podcast alongside Trevor Mikulin and our producer Andy behind the scenes. I'm Scott Ayers. We say hello from Phoenix, Arizona. Our good friend Christian Dennis is out. He's got the Coco Roro. <laughs> I got the black lung pops. And so with that, Christian, we, we hope you feel better, brother. Um, but luckily, Andy, we said green light tonight. Um, he's going to be... You are J.R. Smith tonight. Y- you are our J.R. Smith. Castaway. Cast away. Andy, cast away really quick. Bing bong. And that is <laughs> why we're letting him cast away, folks. Yep. yep. Um, But we are continuing our roadmap and really our journey across the USA covering small to mid-market teams, talking about um, what teams have what they did last season, what we're expecting them to do, um, and, and just what the overall look is for, for teams across um, across the NBA. Yeah, yeah, it's been fun. We've been doing a tour. That's what we've been calling it. So thank you for all that have been watching on YouTube. Continue to smash that like, smash the subscribe. Leave us five-star reviews on Spotify. It helps us a lot to get discovered. We really appreciate that. We got a fun team coming up right now, Scott. Yeah, let me, let me let me lead you into this intro. It's a team we've talked about a little bit on this show, um, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on Spotify. Um, we've talked a little bit about some of their potential draft picks um, and what that roadmap might look like, and that is the Portland Trailblazers. Um, this is a Portland team that, uh, when we were talking... Uh, there's a lot of question marks um, before the offseason. Some of those have been answered, but before we get into all that, let's talk about what last season looked like for Portland um, and kind of a season to forget. Um, Dame Lillard, a lot of injuries uh, for him. Nurkic, they get rid of C.J. McCollum. They finish fourth in the division, and they miss out on the playoffs. Yeah, they definitely – it was a year that, unfortunately, due to injury, forced them into a pivot as a franchise. I mean, it was Dame and C.J. as the one-two punch, and they decided, you know what, let's make a big move. Let's shake it up, which I think was, honestly, the, the good move, the smart move for them as a franchise because we've seen it. It's not enough uh, to, to push deep into the playoffs. And so once Damian Lillard, you know, went down with his injury, he only played 29 games last year. Um, for him, you know, to be down, it's it's at this point, let's just tank. And they tanked hard for about the last 23 games of the season. It was kind of funny because you'll go and look at the box score for those last games. They, I, I couldn't recognize a lot of the names because they're a bunch of G League guys, and they, they were really – really bad yeah they were and um they you mentioned pivots McCollum is now gone Hart now on the team and we'll get into that and what that might look like with a healthy roster fun fact though the guy who played the most games in a Portland jersey last year Ben McLemore so that wow that kind of shows you what last season looked like for Portland, just battled injury after mm-hmm. injury. It felt like they got rid of Rocco. They get rid of Norman Powell. Um, 
And so it kind of led Portland to this spot where it was either sell the team and rebuild or kind of restock and reload. And when you have Dame Lillard, you go the restock and reload route, Trev. Yeah, let's talk about Dame real quick. Just about, because I feel like every year with Portland, it's should they trade Damian Lillard? Um, where he is he at? Is he still loyal to the city? Uh, which he is. And if you're Portland, as long as Damian Lillard feels that way about the city and about the team, he, when he's healthy, you guys, he is a top 10 player in the NBA. You can't move on from that, especially when he wants to be there in Portland. Um, and he's so loyal, honestly, so honorable of him. But like it, it as far as the franchise, the moves, you have to re-up Nurkic. You have to, you know, Anthony Simons, you have to re-up, which we'll talk about those signings. Um, and, and I'm I'm honestly, I, I agree with a lot of the moves that they made this offseason. Their stance as far as the Damian Lillard, trading him, not trading him, you, you can't trade him. You can't trade him because when he's healthy, top 10 guy in the he, league. He's a top 10 player in the NBA. And you have to think about for small and mid-market teams, it's hard to find Guys of that skill level wanting to stay on a team yeah. like that. I mean, you look around, and there's a lot of guys who, ah, I want to play in L.A., I want to play in New York, I want to play in bigger markets. When you have a guy like Dame who has that loyalty and as high of a sky, skill level that he has, you hold on to that. You you don't throw that away. Um, so I love the idea. They extend him two years, they give him a whole lot of money, and they say, all right, this window is now, and we have to start building something in order to, to compete in the West. Yeah, and when he went down with the injury, you know, what they could have done is just flip the whole roster and blew it up. A lot of Portland fans, honestly, I've, I've seen a lot of Portland fans just ask for that. I've seen, you know, across the NBA, people just, I mean, ultimately the, the big media, they just want to see Dame in another uniform, and that's annoying, of course. But I love the pivot Get rid of CJ. You know, honestly, he he gave his heart to the city, um, and he played well for them. Just wasn't the right fit as far as they need. They want they they competed for playoffs. They want to compete for championships. So what are they going to do? They have to take that pivot of finding you know a, a better fit as far as alongside Damian, who are some guys. Uh, and I don't think that they're sitting and looking at this roster and being like. Yep, we've done it. This is the team that Damian Lillard is going to bring to the finals. I don't think that's their posture right now. I think that this is an interesting kind of year for them as far as transition um, into the CJ less Pacers, um, Pacers, Blazers. Uh, and I think that it could bode well for them in the future. I, I just think that they need to have the, as far as Damian Lillard, they, they need to have the knowledge and, and sight of this isn't the end all be all this season. Right. No, it, it isn't, but they have started to build around him. And I want to make a comment on this, too. Um, this was the first time Portland missed the playoffs since the 2012-2013 season. So Dame Willard is getting them to the playoffs. Um, and he's had talent around him, but that just speaks volumes for Portland. Um, to have a guy that continues to bring success. Um, and in that run, they've also had a Western Conference Finals appearance. Um, so... They know what it's like to, to really make deep runs into the playoffs. Dame Lillard knows what that's like. You just now have to build the pieces around him. Um, and, and that means role players have to step up. Great example a couple years ago, Rodney Hood. As a Denver Nuggets fan, I call him the Nugget Killer because <laughs> the year before, hey, um, Andy, give that give that fun fact about um, Rodney Hood in the 2018 uh, for the Cavs and the 
uh, NBA Finals. Yeah, in the whole finals, they only had two points. It was bogus. <laughs> <laughs> and then you yeah. see him play for Portland. He, yeah, he, was, he, was, in, he was incredible in that playoff stretch for every Portland. Time he, every time he gets subbed in as a Nuggets fan, what was your reaction? I was so angry. I was like, <laughs> why is this guy just dropping buckets on my forehead? It's Rodney Hood. It's Rodney Hood. He's a Nugget killer. And so to this wow. day, that's all I call Rodney Hood. And those are the kind of guys you need to step up. And, and we're going to get into this here now. Let's talk about the offseason moves. And like I said, it was either rebuild or restock and reload. They restock and reload. And of course, they re-signed Nurkic, which is a huge sign of, hey, we want to continue to compete. But they also went out and got a couple guys as well, Gary Payton and obviously acquiring Jeremy Grant. Yeah, so with Nurkic, we just got to hope for health for him as as. Um, Blazers fans, you got to hope for health for him and Dame. That that's huge moving forward. Because uh, Nurkic, obviously, we know that that works as far as getting them to the playoffs and you know uh, up a couple rounds. Um, and then as far as the the acquisitions with Gary Payton and with uh, Jeremy Grant, just two great signings, guys that can play on both sides. Uh, the ball defensively, offensively, they, they bring a lot. I, I'm really excited for the Jeremy Grant acquisition. I think that he fits really well with Damian Lillard, um, not only on the defensive end, obviously providing help, a lot of help there, super, super active. But on offense, he's a slasher, and he's super, super athletic. And he's a guy that can take that pressure off of Damian Lillard. Um, do I think he's going to play this the uh, C.J. McCollum role? I don't know if he's going to be that reliable offensively but he's a guy that I don't think Dame has really played with a, a player like that so I'm excited to see what he can do um, I think that Portland fans I've seen a lot of comparisons with Gary Payton um, who who people are saying you know Drew Holiday comparisons things like that let's pump the brakes on that I, I want to see him play a role of coming in and providing awesome defense and offensively um, facilitating and, and hitting his open jumpers. That, that's what I want to see. Drew Holiday comparisons need to, yeah. need to simmer down a bit. And, I've seen and, a lot of that. And, and Gary Payton needs to just play a really solid role coming off the bench because what they also did is they re-signed Anthony Simons, who yep. that is going to be an awesome backcourt. Dame Lillard and Anthony, if if they can mesh and mold together like I think they can, um, now you're looking at a backcourt with a sky's the limit potential. And that's what you need when you lose a guy like CJ McCollum. You need someone who can who can score like Dame. And we saw last year, this is a young stud who uh, shows a lot of promise. Yeah, he shot 40% from deep last year and averaged, I think, just over 17 points per game. And this is... You know, someone who before last season, it was he was a the youngest player in his draft class. I'm pretty sure on that. And then it took him a while to develop. But this is a perfect example of someone who's raw talent that the team really did pour into him. And um, you got to credit the trainers and, and the coaching staff for developing Anthony to do what he did last year. When Dame goes down, he stepped up and showed he belongs in this league, and he deserves a big contract, which he earned. So it, it is going to be really exciting to see him and Dame together uh, and Anthony doing the thing that he did last year alongside Dame, which we haven't really seen. We, we haven't seen um, a, enough to know what that will actually look like. Offensively, though, um, this is a starting five that 
It depends on who they throw out there because I think there's four guarantees. Um, I think Anthony and Dame in the backcourt. Um, I like Jeremy Grant at the four, and I like Nurkic at the five. Yep. Then the question becomes who plays at the three. There's a lot of talk of, of course, Hart and Nasir Little now hoping to maybe make that step up as maybe that potential 3 and D guy. He averaged about 34% from beyond the arc last season. They're hoping that the North Carolina product can maybe take that step up. And defensively speaking, he's a great rebounder for a size. Only about 6'5", 6'6", but awesome on the glass. And so he's the kind of guy that if you put out the three, you're hoping, hey, maybe we lose some of that uh, defensive ability in our backcourt, but we've got just three dudes who can really play well um, behind them that can really help them out. And you were just mentioning stats on... Nasir Little. Okay, yeah. I, I honestly go the route of starting Josh Hart. I think that he brings, you know, at this point, he's been in the league for years. And so veteran leadership, uh, he's averaging last year just under 20 points per game. He shot 37% from deep. uh, And he's not going to need to shoot uh, that much. He's not going to have to be that you know, go-to scoring option because they're going to have Jeremy Grant, they're going to have Anfernee, and they're going to have Dame in that lineup. And even Nurkic, you can put above him. He, yeah. he just needs to play his role of rebounding the heck out of the ball. He averaged, I mean, he's always been one of the best rebounding guards in the NBA. Five and a half rebounds a game last year. Uh, and so I we need him to provide that and then hit open shots, continue to shoot 37% from deep. And I think that that starting five is... Very good. Very good. It's a good starting five. I, I, I totally agree. I, and it's just we start to see the cracks um, if injuries set in. And I think the biggest the biggest guy on there with injury issues is is Nurkic. Um, over his last, his last three seasons, last year 56 games, the year before 37, and the year before that just eight. Now, granted, that year before is was the COVID season. A lot was going on. But – Health and stability is going to be the biggest thing for um, for the Trailblazers. And, of course, we look at the draft. They draft a guy, Shaden Sharp, who we've talked about it on the show. Sky is the limit for Sharp. Um, there's a reason why some guys were saying he had the highest potential, highest ceiling out of everyone. But he gets hurt early on in the summer league. And now it's another one of those question marks of, okay, what's this kid made out of him? What is his actual potential? Yeah, we talked about him, and it, you br- you brought bringing up. I can't talk right now. Bringing up uh, the fact that there's you know that hole in the roster. If there's injuries, guys like Shaden Sharp are going to be thrown at the wolves. And so for him, his couple minutes in summer league, he looked he looked decent. He had a nice turnaround jumper, um, but it's just so unfortunate to see him go down. He has all the promise in the world, um, you know. Just super athletic, a guy that can handle the rock. He can create for himself. He can fly. The guy jumps. Yes. He's so, so athletic. You know, it's it's going to be interesting to see what he can pan out to. I said this on the show last time, and I'll say it again. Uh, and people don't like this, but it, if you're going to put your money on a guy to be um, not live up to the expectations that his name brings, I would say Shaden Sharp's that guy. And fans aren't going to like that. Portland, I'm sorry. But that's what happens. You, you take a risk, um, and sometimes it doesn't pan out. I'm not saying – I'm not already writing his obituary saying he's not going to pan out. Just out of the guys, I, if I'm a betting man, I put my money on him. If you're Portland, that's the move that 
almost you, you have to make. You got to roll the dice if, you know, because with Dame getting older, he's 31, 32 years old, you have to take those risky moves, um, especially if they're, they're in that pivot right now and, and they need to find the guy that's going to take them, you know, alongside right. Dame up to beyond where they've been. And they're hoping Sharp eventually will be given the keys, at least to that second unit, um, because that has to be an expectation. But it's, it's still kind of a question mark. He does not need uh, any surgery or anything like that as well. So that's really big for recovery from a recovery standpoint. And then, of course, their second-round draft pick, Jabari Walker, the Colorado product who picked number 56. Um and I know a lot of fans are high on Walker. He had a great summer league, um, really facilitated well. He's a nice kind of 3 and D player. He played that role at Colorado. Um, and maybe there's a chance he can steal some minutes um, as we move into the season. It's always hard to tell. That's Those late second round picks are sometimes the word project is used. But, but Walker honestly could have a, a quicker... Uh, moving in process for Portland as opposed to maybe other second-round picks. Yeah, there's always those second-round guys that jump out every year in the draft. There's those guys. Do they have one here? I, I, I wouldn't – I don't know. Um, I don't know enough. I haven't seen enough of him, but uh, only time will tell. It'll be interesting to see. It, it will, and, and Walker, um, w like you said, we'll see. Um, but I know he has a ceiling. He's a pretty darn good shooter. So it's just another weapon, hopefully – Portland is trying to add. So that's kind of what that offseason looked like. They didn't really lose anything in the offseason. It was a lot of re-signings. Um, and so now we move into this upcoming season. And what does Portland actually look to do? Um, because they're not looking to miss the playoffs again. Not when you re-sign Dame. Not when you re-sign Nurkic. Um, the question is, does Portland have enough one, to make the playoffs, and two, enough to compete in the West. This is all hinging on health. If they're healthy, if Damian Lillard is healthy, he will alone deliver you 39 wins at, at least. I at agree. Vegas odds have them at 40 41? and a half. 40, oh, 40 and a half. half. So uh, I think with Damian Lillard, if he's healthy, at least 39. And then it's those other couple wins. I, I think that they have the roster, if they're healthy, to, to bring you up to mid-40s, which bring you into the playoffs. Uh, which seed that is, I don't know. It's always tough to tell in the West what that'll bring you. But I, I do think if they're healthy, they are a playoff team. With their starting five that we mentioned, their roster construction makes sense. It makes sense. They surrounded Nurkic with a bunch of shooters. Obviously, Damian Lillard with guys that, you know, once he draws the attention to, hit open jump shots, can carry a little bit of load for themselves. Jeremy Grant and uh, Josh Hart um, and Anthony Simons. I, I like the roster construction. I like their starting five. The, the only thing is let's stay healthy. Yeah, health is going to be a huge factor because if Nurkic goes down, it looks like Eubanks is the guy who's going to fill into that role. Oh, boy. Um, and you think, too, because there's a lot of good centers in the Western Conference, um, that is a question mark. So health is a great um, a great thing to bring up. And then, of course, is how are we going to mold these new guys into the Portland system? Jeremy Grant, of course, being the first one you think of, how are him and Dame really going to mold into this offense together? Because truthfully, 
I think the best case scenario, if you're a Portland fan, is fifth in the West. I think they can climb as high as fifth in the West, um, and that is on the back of Damian Lillard. Um, he is a superstar. He is one of the best, if not the best, point guard in the NBA right now. You have to be able to believe that Portland is able to get to fifth in the West because I think they have the chance of being a top five, even a top three offense in the West because of their backcourt and having Jeremy Grant. But that kind of goes into that mold, of course, of staying healthy. Because um, if they're not able to do that, Portland is going to have a world of issues. So that's kind of that outlook. And then on top of that, because we talk about their offense, we talk about health, it's what is everyone else around them doing and so that's going to be one of the key factors as well. Portland is a good basketball team, and there should be no question about that. It's just how good the wild, wild west is. Um, and everyone, it feels like, has picked up pieces. Even Sacramento just ahead of them. L.A., if they are healthy, what does that look like? Minnesota. Minnesota. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans have re-signed Zion and expect him to be healthy. Kawhi is back. Kawhi LA, is back. L.A. is healthy again. And so that's, I think, going to be the biggest thing if you're a Portland fan. If you see something of, oh, man, they only see us as ninth in the West. I don't see that as, oh, Portland is bad. I see that as, wow, the West has 10 teams that are all vying for those top six spots. And it just feels like everyone is getting healthier or just getting a whole lot stronger. Yeah, if the league is is all healthy, there's no way. I'm sorry, Portland fans. There's no way you're jumping up to five with, with the Western Conference. Now, uh, anything can happen. There's always stuff that goes down. Every year, there's going to be a player that goes down or two uh, on these top teams in the West. And Portland could be the team that climbs. Could happen. Uh, if people are healthy, there's no way that's happening. Yeah, uh, it's it's going to be very difficult. Um, and that is just solely because of what we're seeing around them. I mean, Luca gets Christian Wood now on his team. Um, Denver gets healthy. Question marks with Jamal Murray, of course, and MPJ. What does their health actually look like? So that's a team to look at. Um, Utah and San Antonio, those are two teams Portland should jump over in a heartbeat. Just the easiest jump. But everyone else in the West, I mean, Phoenix gets DeAndre Ayton back. And that felt like that domino fell and he goes to Indiana. Okay, this is a different conversation. Yeah. But um, if you're a Portland fan, just find a way to get into the playoffs. Because we've seen... Teams in the playoffs, things things change. They got Damian Lillard. They in the playoffs, Damian. anything can happen if you have Damian Lillard on your team. Completely agree. And that's where you need to find a way. You find a way to get into the playoffs, then you know what? Which, if they're healthy, they're going to do. Yes. Damian Lillard is going to deliver you to I, the playoffs. I think the, that 40, 40 and a half Vegas game, I, if Dame Lillard stays healthy, Portland is hitting that over. I, I would. Yep. I'm not a betting man, but if I was a betting man, I would put um, a large sum of money on. How that. much money? I put about forty-two dollars on that. <laughs> um, so big pockets. It, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm willing to spend. I'm a big spender. Um, but, but I think that's important to understand. If you're Portland, um, don't look at it as, man. They don't think we're good. No, no, no. You guys have what could be a really good starting five. It's just. Holy cow, the Western Conference is stacked. Um, so with that, we're kind of concluding this this episode of the Portland Trailblazers and kind of this journey across the Western Conference um, and across the NBA for small, mar- small and mid-market teams. So, we're pretty-
producer Andy, Trevor Mikulin, my name is Scott Ayers. We say so long for now, and we will see you next week. Anthony Simon's time!